What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sports Church. It's been a great afternoon. It's going to be a great afternoon. We had a little crossfire going on right before the intersectional generational conversation between those who have been here with little gray hair and those who've got perfect hair. And it's good. Iron sharpens iron. This segment we want to get a little update from the sports world. And I want to bring online Coach Vic, who we spoke to last week. And he is someone who's our trusted sage. He he knows things we don't know in, in the sports world. And we're going to lean on Coach Vic as we go through the show. And, of course, with Coach Vic coming on, let's – and we're going to go with some Little Wayne and, and, and Rick Ross instrumental. Let's go ahead and it's already up there. We'll, we'll get that going. Yes, we'll do that. Is Coach Vic, are you on today? Hey, what's going on, man? How yes. you doing today? Pretty good, my friend. How you doing? I'm, I'm making it, man. I'm, I'm doing great. Look, congratulations. I understand that your son has been a part of the recruiting process and has made a decision to link up with Tuskegee University. Tell us about it. Yes, uh, he made a decision last week. Um, it was a pretty crazy recruiting uh, situation. Um, a lot had to, has to do with the NIL situation. Um, a lot of coaches, yep. a, lot of, a lot of universities were going for a lot of guys that were already transferring from from college experience and me talking to a lot of coaches uh that's what their aim was this year and for him wanting to continue to develop he's a late bloomer and he wanted to uh get on the field right away so um his his objective was to uh play as a freshman start and that's his decision and whatever else he wants to do after that that's fine but um, he just wants to find somewhere where he can just play right away immediately. And most of the coaches were just re- really saying when they were recruiting, hey, Vic, we just want guys that's already experienced, who already had a year or two in college, three years, and can go in right away. So hopefully, you know, that can bring some kind of a, uh, a cap to the NIL, some kind of rules being implemented. For a lot of these young guys coming out of high school, that may not be a five-star but they are just as good or play um, can play up to that level once they get into a, a good situation. Very interesting. Your expertise, and I'm talking to Coach Vic uh, here today about what's going on in sports. It's interesting that your comment that they're looking for guys with one or two years experience. If that's the case, what's the value of a high school student coming out? And is it more 
before he walks in the door and prove himself or that one year afterwards when he's proven himself? What's more valuable to kids these days? Uh, what's more valuable for kids these days is that um, they're really competing with a lot of older guys. Wow. 21, 22 year olds. And um, that's what they're competing with. And like I said, if, if you're not really being talked about your sophomore and your sophomore year, beginning of your junior year, be on the radar with a lot of uh, Power Five or Group of Five schools or D1 level, then you're in for a battle with those guys that are transferring at the end of the year. And now the kicker is, you don't know those guys who transfer until like in December when they leave their schools or January. And that's dead in the middle of recruiting when they're trying to wrap up the guys that they want, you know, for that uh, recruiting uh, season. You know, it's interesting that you have been a part of, you know, that process. So the loyalty level to for the kids is going to be just as low after their first year as it was for those programs who were just out here looking at the portal. Um, so kids after their first year, this is probably the reason why they jump into the portal. I, I think you agree with that. I do. And it, it takes blame on both sides because you have lots of schools now trying to really uh, compete now for a lot of businesses or in others dealing with the money situation with NIL and and they're competing with other keep competing with the larger schools now and so the pool is much more larger for a lot of these schools to choose from where high school kids are secondary and like i said you know if you if you're not on that radar if you're not that that five-star kid right. four and a half star guy you're gonna you're gonna have to uh really 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 prove your worth and a lot of it has to do with marketing as well you know, for a lot of these coach, high school coaches need to market their kids much more now. They have to step their game up, you know, just to put their kids out there in front. Now, I've heard and I've heard the hot news. Give me the hot news about high school coaching. Seems like we've got a big, big announcement from one North Alabama coach. Talk to us about that. Yeah, Spartan coach, he he, uh, he decided to retire after 20 years. Uh, he's, done a, he's done a great job, uh, I believe. He, he uh, really... Uh, brought some, uh, brought a good brand of football. They, they've done well in the playoffs. They just unfortunately have to run into Hoover or, or one of the, uh, Birmingham suburban schools in, in, uh, 7A. But he, he left his mark. He had a lot of good athletes. Um, hopefully they can continue to carry out their, uh, their, um, the expectations of, of being one of the top. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. <laughs> <laughs> when you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real, because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. 
schools out of Huntsville area. Um, another good uh, hire was uh, May Jemison. Yes. Um, this guy, uh, he's done a great job. Rico at, White. Uh, Coach Rico White. Rico White. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's a, a former Alabama State running back. He won a national championship, HBC national championship back in the early 90s. And he's brought a great brand of football. I follow him um, throughout last year and the year before. And I believe that he will bring something special to North Huntsville when it comes to football. Yeah, I was I was I was a part of that uh, hiring process. I agree with you totally. He he checked all the boxes, and uh, I look forward to what Rico White brings to North Alabama. Uh, Leron White, great coach, back to Spartman. Spartman is one of the top three populated high schools in the state of Alabama. So it wasn't the fact that he was having a bad year or or you know couldn't recruit kids. Is it possible that he was about to go through a downswing because there's a lot of fluctuation in high school and a lot of coaches who are about to rebuild just don't want to do that process anymore? It could be. It could be. Uh, you know, may want to spend time with his family. I don't know. Uh, whatever decision it is, I wish him very well. Uh, but it could be a lot of factors. Uh, if you pay attention, a lot of a lot of coach. It's a lot of coaching changes in the state of Alabama. Yeah, I saw that. Football. Yeah. I saw it's, that. A, it's a high turnover. And mm-hmm. a lot of these guys are usually where I've been here and it has a lot to do with, you know, spend more time with their family, um, you know, and just take some time off and maybe, you know, re, re regenerate and, and get back out there. Yeah. I just so, brought you know, that up because I've noticed a lot of coaches these days would rather, especially the ones in their fifties or late fifties, they would rather let a, a younger guy in the forties or whatever take over as opposed to going through a rebuild. But let me skip to something else. The Super Bowl is this weekend. I want to talk to you a little bit about that. I mean, we talked a little bit before last week about how the Super Bowl will probably be one of the most watched. What are your thoughts? Now that we're getting closer, we are five days or so away from the Super Bowl. What are your thoughts now that you've had time to sit back and and take a look at this game? I think it's going to be an exciting game based on the fact that Kansas City's been there. They know what it takes to win. Uh, they have the still same coaching staff they won before, you know, their past Super Bowl win. And, they, of course, you have Mr. Mahomes. Um, but I believe Philadelphia is is going to really get after it. Uh, they have a, a exciting, aggressive defense. And I think if they just keep it simple and not make too many turnovers, um, they should be able to come out on top. Breaking news out of that last time that we talked, you know, there's been a big announcement uh, about one of your your fellow teammates, Miko Ryan. Talk to us about that great announcement. Well, we said he's going to have the opportunity, and he did. And uh, congratulations to him. He knows that uh, we're very joyful for him. He deserves it, and we're going to see what he does. Um, it's, it's no shorts to this. And um, he has just the same amount of pressure as anybody else, and he has to come in and produce. So we're going to see what kind of pick they're going to have uh, coming up to this draft. I'm not sure. Do you know their top five? Well, I know their top five. I've not even – you know, that's a that's a good conversation to have uh, about where they stand or where they land the draft. They've got to be high. They did have a good year, Coach, and it's one of those situations where they're going to have high draft picks. He's got to make a decision whether or not he's going to build eternal or hit the trade route. So he's probably going to build that thing defense, defense, defense. And that will shore up, you know, some of the some of the weaknesses that they had last year, and that's a yeah. it's a pretty tough conference they play in, of course. 
but I look forward to going down there or catch them if they're going to play the Titans. That's what I was trying to look for is when they play the Titans and uh, going up there to Nashville. There's a big story out of, and just because we're in the, on the pro level, there's a big story that's going on. I know you've got a lot of knowledge in this, this area. I keep on watching um, the the promotionals on the XFL, and I know that you are deeply involved with the United States Football League. But the XFL is out here chirping. They're out here putting their mouth on game as if they are going to take over the spring. What say, Coach Vic? Hey, man. Uh, Closed mouths don't get fed. <laughs> Closed close mouths don't get fed. That's right. Yeah. What, what do you think the about market. their approach of marketing and and looking at what how they're going to do it? Be consistent on what they're doing. Um, you know, the marketing game is strong when it comes to getting information out to the people. You gotta, you gotta have some edge about it. You gotta put things out there that people like to see. Keep up with the trends. Um, I think the biggest thing now is to uh, get some more big name quarterbacks that uh, that that didn't fan out in the NFL or 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 almost retiring. Such as, I would like to see. If they could reach out to David Carr, that'd be mm, that's uh, interesting. Things like that, man. Um, you think XFL needs to, a big name? Have you heard any big names that may go over to the XFL? There's still more rumblings about it. Um, they like to keep their information in house, um, so it's still more talks about uh, negotiating with some situations. I knew last year they were focusing on trying to get Deshaun Watson back in before you know he reached back out to the and got the situation done with the Browns, right? So, it's interesting. Could, um, go ahead. It's interesting because I was listening in yesterday on a conversation online, and the XFL and the USFL have the same rule set. The USFL adopted their rule. The XFL canceled their season because of COVID. But they have the same rules, and they're going to have an exciting brand of football. Do you see them being co-competitors, or do you see them uh, just giving people what they want in different cities? Uh, it could be a little bit of both. Um, I agree. XFL has a has a solid brand. Uh, they're more. Uh, they, they have, you know, they they have some some experienced coaches, uh, some some guys that still you know strongly connected to the NFL, just as much as USFL. Um, but I think that the USFL is is by Fox. Uh, Fox is is, a, is mainly over everything regarding USFL. So that would help them out with broadcasting and reaching out to the people. So. XFL is really on trial this year. Okay. What they're going to do. So the pressure's on them, not USFL. Well, I appreciate you giving us some insight today, my friend. Uh, we're going to hit you back probably right after the Super Bowl, even before. We may get you before the week is out to give your last take. Thank you, Coach Vic, for coming on today. I am Christian Horn. This is the Sports Church, and we'll see you on the other side. And we will be right back with Christian Horn, Sports Church Radio. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 